Hi everyone, welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. My name is Pooja. I'm Sarah. And I'm Harshini. And we are the Useless Doctors and this is our book club. Um, we are on season three, episode 10. 10. Wow, guys, we've come so far. Done so many episodes. Um, and in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the book all Good People Here by Ashley Flowers. Um, it is a book that I chose uh, and it is a debut novel and it has a pretty high rating on Goodreads and it was recently released. So, um, you know, it had all the good factors for being a potentially interesting book to discuss this week. Um, but I'm going to hand it over to Sarah to give us a spoiler-free summary of this book. So in this book, we follow... Margo, Margot, Margo, okay. Margo? <laughs> Margo Davies. And she's a journalist. Um, and basically, when she was six years old, uh, one of her neighbors, her friend that was also 16 years old, um, was murdered. And uh later when margot is older there's another uh six-year-old in the next town over that is also murdered and the cases have some similarities so she um basically goes back and investigates both these cases as a journalist so without further ado Mahashini, <laughs> give us uh, your spoiler-free review of this book. Okay, so I really don't know what you guys thought about it. I didn't look. I don't know if anyone put their rating on Goodreads. I also did not put my rating personally because I was really thinking about it. But then I was like, you know what? Let me just not think about it. I gave this book five stars because I... <laughs> Congratulations, Pooja. I finally gave my books five stars. Um, yeah, I think I've only given Sarah's and mine before. So yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed this book. And I think what helped is that, you know, even though it's like mystery thriller and that's my jam, um, I feel like I can be very critical of this genre because, I don't know, things just disappoint me sometimes. But when I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Nothing disappointed me that made me want to drop it, the rating. And also, um, I was genuinely very invested in this book and kept reading it <laughs> from like 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. So I was, uh, I mean, I was trying to like make progress, but I also finished the book very quickly. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I don't know what can I say without spoiling I think it was interesting that there were um I don't think Sarah totally mentioned in the summary that there's like another kind of thread like each chapter kind of it's not every single chapter but like there are chapters interspersed with um some being Margot's perspective and some being Chrissy's perspective um, and so January, who was murdered when Margo was younger, um, her mom, Chrissy, is also telling the story of, like, back then, which is, like, 1994 or something like that. And then this is, like, present day 2019, something. So, um, yeah, I think that that can keep a story interesting with, like, also keeping you in suspense and not result and then you have to like read the next section to get back into that storyline but I find that actually whenever I read those styles of thriller books mystery books they're very engaging for me um and yeah I think I don't know there were lots of twists and turns but I think the things that happened made sense which is good another good thing for, for a mystery book um and yeah and I think again I thoroughly enjoyed it and read it very quickly um I would definitely recommend this book I think it's up there on the mysteries I would recommend so yeah good job Pooja <laughs> what did you think about this book 
Okay, so I want to share my opinion, but also I want to hear Sarah's opinion first because I <laughs> I just want to know whether whether we have uh all like a you know what whether there is a consensus or not a consensus. I want to I so I'm actually gonna be like Sarah. What was your thought first, and then I'll go. <laughs> okay I'll just give you the five stars there was one thing at like the ending I didn't like I don't know if they were trying to set it up for another book but one thing I didn't like about the ending which I obviously can't say or I'm just gonna massively spoil it um but yeah in general I really like the book it was like um really engaging and I feel like there was always like something new like it wasn't super stagnant there's always another twist which honestly most of the twists I didn't really see coming uh especially at the end uh but yeah it was um a pretty solid book I would definitely recommend it. I guess I've already recommended it to two people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to talk about this book <laughs> without giving it away. But yeah, Pujo, what was your rating? <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Honestly, okay, before I get into my actual review, I didn't think much about this book before recommending it <laughs> I was just like I saw it on Goodreads it's I like came out and then I saw like it had like a trope that I really like which is like people investigating something that happened many years ago so I was just like oh yeah I'll just like throw it and I genuinely didn't think you guys would like it that much because as Harshin was saying like she finds a lot of like she likes reading thrillers but then also like because it's one of her favorite genres will find issues with thrillers pretty easily and then Sarah doesn't really like thrillers because they're like you know like horror thriller that sort of thing isn't really her vibe so then I was like oh am I are these guys not gonna like it and then I thought I was gonna be in the minority here but I also give it five stars I also had some qualms with it I this is not like a five stars like I absolutely loved it It wasn't like that like I gave it five stars because I read it really quickly I really thought it was engaging I also didn't see a certain plot twist coming and I think that's because I was just engaged in the story that I wasn't really thinking that far ahead about like what does this mean what does that mean that sort of thing so because I like audibly gasped in certain places I had to give this in you know in all like in good faith I had to give it five stars because if you caught me off guard and that was what your job was as a thriller and as someone who reads a lot of thrillers I tend to see a lot of things or see a lot of things being set up but I there were certain things I didn't see set up and I was like damn you got me so I have to give you five stars but for a debut novel this is very well written I think like this is someone's first time writing a book that's crazy because they it was really well written all the characters I felt were like really well developed this I really liked our main character and like didn't mind reading from her perspective because like she just seemed like a very like I don't know she just seemed like a really realistic person but also like someone that you can relate to someone that you can see yourself in that sort of thing um I like yeah I liked all the characters I thought they were all interesting you know yeah engaging interesting 10 out of 10 would recommend um but there are some qualms and we will discuss the qualms um but yeah do you guys have any other thoughts before delving into the spoilers no all right yeah if you guys want to read this book which we all recommend that you do go and read um you should definitely pause the podcast now because there's no point in reading a mystery thriller book if you've spoiled the whole thing it's funny because actually one of my professors was like I like to read or like go to the end of the book before if whenever I'm reading a mystery or like look up the plot I'm like no 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 um we can't have that so yes, pause podcast and come back to it. But if for some reason you're not interested in this book, you can feel free to keep listening. Okay, so I guess the first part, yeah, is to like reveal the whole plot. Um, so Pooja, you want to take it away? 
sorry. Yeah, I can. Um, okay. So kind of picking up where Sarah left off. So Margot is our main, you know, protagonist. She's here to investigate this previous disappearance of this girl, of her old friend. Her name is January Jacobs. And um, she kind of sees the connection between a case that recently happened. That's the murder of Natalie Clark. And she sees the connection between the two or she sees that they're very similar. So she decides to investigate a connection between the two. Another thing to mention that I don't think we mentioned was that um, Margot came back to the town primarily to help out her uncle who has um, early onset Alzheimer's. And so she is mainly here to be his take caretaker um, because he was like her primary guardian for a long time when she was living in this area. So, um, so she, they have a really close relationship. So she is here to take care of him and then also happens to be investigating the connection between this 20 year old January Jacobs case and then this um, current murder that of Natalie Clark. And so, yeah, so she's investigating these things. And the thing is, she's in this small town of Wakarusa, Indiana, and like everything, everyone is kind of a suspect. Um, and so she ends up finding out that like, she delves more deeply into January's case and then sees that there's like this common thread of like this guy named Elliot who happens to be acquainted with both of these young girls um and like he's this like creepy old guy kind of thing and he's like stalking them but then the town thinks that January's murder was done by her mom Chrissy who is another perspective that we see in the book and basically she's kind of like also looking into that thread of whether Chrissy did something and then on the other hand there's also like January's brother who is also kind of suspected for doing something and like Chrissy the mom actually thought that January's brother Jace is his name actually was the person who killed January at the time so Margot is basically investigating multiple threads at the same time at the end what ends up happening is that she ends up like finding evidence that Elliot was stalking January and Elliot did kill Natalie and several other young girls in surrounding towns so she kind of writes up an expose on this and then ends up getting like being um the person responsible for getting Elliot arrested However, the book kind of throws this twist on you. At the very end, you find out that like, so, you know, Margot goes to um, January's father who still lives in the town and is like, oh, you know, like, I just wanted to let you know that like Elliot was arrested for the death of your daughter, blah, blah, blah. Like now you have some sense of closure, that sort of thing. And then she ends up realizing that uh, January's murder happened a little bit differently than Natalie based on like something that some offhand comment that January's father says and then she realizes that January's father was the one who actually killed her and she kind of like subtly hints that she knows that January's father actually killed January and then the book ends with like her like basically the father like January's father like closing the door and like trapping you know Margot in the house and then about to attack her and then Margot's like I will survive like blah blah and then that's how it ends on this cliffhanger and then the other thing to mention is that January is not actually that dude's biological daughter but is actually the biological daughter of Margot's uncle Luke who also still lives in the town. And Luke knows this. Luke knows that those that January was his child, but like didn't say anything because, you know, small town politics and societal judgment, et cetera. So yeah, that's spoiling, I think, all the major things. But yeah. Yeah. So Sarah was your main qualm that there was this big cliffhanger at the end yeah pretty much <laughs> I don't know I feel like when I was reading it I was like I was like oh okay there's gonna be another chapter and then there was like uh there was something else I don't know like an epilogue, epilogue. or something and then it didn't say anything about it I was like what the fuck <laughs> like I wanted to figure out what happens like I can't in 
I feel like the story's not over without knowing if she got killed or not. I mean, to be honest, I feel like the police would probably figure it out, like, who she got killed by, but um, if she gets killed, but it's still, like, I want to see her get out of this situation, <laughs> not just have it end. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah doesn't like these kind of endings. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I almost forgot that that's how it ended because I was like reading the end when I was waiting for someone. But yeah, basically, I think I liked, I like, I kind of like when that happens because it's just like a little, I don't know, fun way to end it without wrapping all the bows, like tying, tying all the bows. I was like wrapping. Um, yeah, but like I think from my reading of it, I kind of felt like it's not even like gonna be another book or anything, but like I thought we would assume that he killed her, like because he's just uh I guess I don't know like if he's like super old man, but like still like probably is stronger than her and traps her in the basement and I feel like it's just hard to get out of a basement, but yeah, I feel like, I don't know, this is a fun way, well, I, in my eyes, to end it. I feel like it was um, interesting, though, that, like, because I definitely think it wouldn't have been as satisfying. Like, once we found out about Elliot Wallace, and, like, she was kind of following that thread, like, a good, like, I don't know, 85% in, like, there was, you know, lots of investigating of this man happening, and it definitely tied with everything except for this like yeah i think the main disconnect was people kind of pointed out that you know um her like the kids the um new person that died natalie or, or whoever the young girl that recently died was like she was found like in a ditch or something outside but this murder happened in january's home and it's like I feel like it's so hard for someone to break into a home and like kill a person without being detected. Like even if it well, happens, I don't know if their doors are unlocked and it's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I feel like it's definitely possible, but I wouldn't have been satisfied with that as an ending, especially because like I don't know. It seemed like he was like preying on these girls and stuff and it would just kind of be like weird to me to like go into her home and do that when it would be make more sense to kidnap her and take her somewhere else and I think the other thing is that even though January was ultimately her body was found outside that's because actually there's this whole thing about her mom Chrissy thought that Jace who is January's twin brother killed her because he found her and kind of said this like suspicious thing. So Chrissy assumed Jace killed her. I don't know how you assume like your six-year-old killed your other six-year-old. Like just, I don't know. I feel like it's very hard to do that. But anyways, I think she thought he pu pushed her down the stairs. So Chrissy helps cover it up and Chrissy takes the body and puts it in the ditch somewhere. So that's kind of like it shows you that like she was just killed and left in her home and so that's why it's like explained that it was actually her dad but anyway all that to say I think my main qualm with this was basically the dad was really angry because he had recently found out that he was not January and Jace's father and so he was like super angry at Chrissy and was like basically pushed yeah I think no, I think he banged January's head into a wall or something like, but the violence, oh, push. Yeah, no, yeah he, he pushed, he, he thought it was his wife going up the stairs and it wasn't, it was actually her, his daughter who was getting her blankie from the dryer and then, but he didn't know this. So he closed the door as she was coming up and she fell all the way down the stairs, but she was actually alive still and, right. and then he banged her head on the floor and then she died I don't remember why he decided yeah because to 
because she like woke up and was like daddy you hurt me and she came like oh right yeah um okay okay I guess that makes more sense that he like closed the door I think I missed that part and I was like how do you just like because I feel like if you're trying to push an adult your hands are up here and like like how did he like mistake his six-year-old daughter for his wife but I guess I guess that makes sense so yeah it was honestly not a big enough qualm for me to knock it down even like point two or something like that so I was like five stars here you go Pooja <laughs> what about you what did you have any specific qualms with the ending so I I if if the whole thing it, like if if Elliot was the real like the real murderer and then we that this is how it ended I actually would have given this book four stars because again like yes Margot was like chasing the whole Elliot lead the entire time because she had like a sense of who it was but I the the book really centers on the town right like you get to find like you know everyone in the town you kind of see like how everything is kind of related to the town like the town plays a large role in the actual like narrative of the book and I would have been disappointed if the killer like the actual killer wasn't from the town like for a second when I thought it was Luke I was like kind of excited because Margot thinks that maybe Luke had something to do with his uh with her murder and like Luke kind of gives me the weird vibes like there is like a moment in the book where he like becomes like physically violent and I was like okay like Luke has something like and he has like a, enough motive because you find out that like the, those were his biological kids and he was lied to pretty much for a lot of like their entire life and that sort of thing but then but then like when it turns out to be the dad I was like okay yes so it's finally it's like someone from the town like there it's someone it's a character that we met because we don't ever meet Elliot right we never like see him like we don't have it like there's nothing from his perspective Margot never meets him and that sort of thing so it's just kind of like he would have been just like this guy that exists outside of the plot and then like just brought in rather like the fact that it was the dad I was like okay so we met this character we've kind of seen him like we see him in the past and the present and that sort of thing and like I don't know I really I really like that last twist like some like I assume like some people like other readers might think that's like overkill to throw like a twist very much at the end but then I was like no I kind of wanted it to be someone from the town so I was like very happy that it happened but the thing the qualm that I had was the fact that like they I didn't like I don't really it's not like I really hated the open ending I kind of would have wanted a little bit more closure but like also I didn't really care like I I wasn't like I was really disappointed or anything like that I was kind of like okay like that's fine because really the the entire mystery part is resolved like we as the reader find found out who did the killing and all that sort of stuff so like that's fine if they had left it open-ended like that then I would have been like oh my god no stop but the fact that you know that was resolved was good but then the other thing with the whole um the whole uh like she him mistaking her his daughter for his wife that sort of thing I was like I feel like you would know like or like you would see who is behind the door before you slam the door no he, he wasn't looking yeah but you would look like okay let's no, I mean, parent he, he, he wouldn't expect his daughter to be there though okay but I, I feel like as a parent especially if you have twins I feel like you are always aware that there might be a small human near you no I don't think it's crazy that he thought it was his wife yeah I feel or like that he didn't look I I feel like because maybe it that was mindset, in the moment he was like yeah. it's now or never like I I can't I feel like he was like really pissed off like he was very angry in the moment it was impulsive move because he was so pissed off about something which I'm like all right fair like he was not in like a normal I mean mindset. he was pissed off because nice. yeah that's why even at the end when he kills her he's just like well she wasn't even my daughter so it doesn't really matter and I was like I don't know like even even if she wasn't your daughter you still raised her for six years yeah but I feel like he was clearly like a bad dad like her Chrissy like just like yeah. hated her 
life kind of because of how yeah everything went down with Brian so yeah that's why I was also like Brian definitely feels like the right character to do this because yeah I also like speaking of Billy Billy yeah it is (laughs) I was like what Brian, I don't Brian. remember Brian. Oh wait, did I say Brian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like who's Brian? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Billy. Uh, I like did not even realize I said that. I was just like the bi name. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, I feel like with the whole Luke being suspected, ah. Uh, I hated it, but I also was like those moments I love when someone's just like trapped with someone and like super scared that like something's gonna happen to them. Um, especially in this way where it's like, oh, like someone she like loves. But I would have also kind of hated it if it was Luke. Like I'm sure it would have been more of a like accident situation to I mean, I guess this was as well, but like he doesn't seem like a like a bad guy and even the act like physical accident thing that happened with Margot was like I don't know it seems like innocent enough to me so I would have been very much like but I was like wow like I mean he did say some suspicious things like Margot basically suspects that he's like faking something or like you know kind of like watching her even though he's you know obviously like forgetting things and um, seems like he's not really paying attention when she's like kind of investigating even in their house um, but she he does like not want her to find out everything um, apparently but that's like him thinking of her as like a young child when she just found out about her best like her very good friend's murder but yeah I don't know I thought that part was fun but I definitely also like I think Billy, said Brian again, Billy was a very satisfying murderer to have after we went through all these people. I agree. I think, I think with the Luke thing, also like the the thing, the reason why Margot ends up coming to suspect Luke is because, and this is like a whole other thread, but like Chrissy, January's mom, she ends up like dying like 10 years prior to where the book begins. So at first, everyone thinks uh, she committed suicide. And so, um, and they think that she committed suicide out of guilt for killing her daughter. And then there's like this, uh, Margot kind of looks more into like the thing. And then it turns out because she suspected her son for killing her daughter. And then the son ends up revealing that he never killed a daughter. So mom feels very guilty for like thinking that of him for so long. And then she commits suicide. But then we find out, no, misdirect, that wasn't the case. She did not end up, she did not commit suicide at all. In fact, she was murdered. And so um, during this time, like after January's death and, you know, several years after January's death and before her death, uh, Chrissy ends up having like a relationship. Like she um, ends up dating this woman uh, but it's like secret because like both of them are married to men, but then they are like together. And so um, they end up having like a really nice relationship and they date for like several years. And then she ends up like Chrissy ends up dying. And then this lady was like, her name is Jody. She wants to find out what actually happened because she believes that Chrissy didn't actually commit suicide. And then she suspects that it happened uh, like Luke is the one who killed Chrissy. Because Chrissy ends up telling Luke, hey, um, my kids are your kids. <laughs> and then and then um, Jody, like the woman, thinks that Luke killed her out of anger. So then Margot is like, shit, did Luke kill Chrissy? And then she ends up finding out that like he does have several secrets that he doesn't share. And he's like kind of being suspicious and that sort of thing. So that's where that whole thing comes from. And then we find out it wasn't Luke. It was actually Billy. Um who killed Chrissy uh, and killed January, just a killer through and through. But yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, I totally forgot he killed Chrissy. I was like, you know what? Would he really kill Margot if he, he well, I guess he intentionally killed his daughter, but 
I was like, if it's one person, maybe he wouldn't. But I guess since he killed both his daughter and his wife, I guess he would probably kill my ghost. <laughs> I, okay, so I forget, like, I think she did maybe take pills or was forced to take pills or something. Like, it seemed like that was the cause of death or I don't I don't remember if it was like no it was a gun yeah and she was found like in front of her door or something like she was found like in the hallway but was it in the situation where they thought she shot herself but it was actually because I don't know it was it was like Billy went to go get a gun and then he shot her like I think no one like no one was investigating it as a murder like everyone she left a there was a note yeah and like it was like oh like billy actually tore like part of the note and just made it look like a suicide note but i'm just like i guess i don't know there's probably a way to like for him to shoot her but then like put it in a position enough for it to look like it was a suicide but i feel like yeah i was also unsure if he like completely thought that through you know because i feel like you have to shoot the person in a specific place for it to work that way i also think that the fact that they like the townspeople all thought that like she had something to do with her daughter's death and everything because and then like i don't know they didn't have like a very good reputation and then like the fact that she was like apologizing in her note they kind of got the sense oh like it's kind of it makes sense that she would be living with all of this guilt and then that would end up like coming to a head eventually or that sort of thing so I feel like that's why they didn't look into it that much I don't know Mm. yeah yeah also yeah I don't but I thought they like don't they I guess this is all from crime (laughs) I don't know if it's realistic but I thought they check for like gunpowder or something on your hands if you shot the gun i guess i don't know anything about how police do their stuff i also but... feel like the small town aspect like wakarusa indiana you're saying their police are not that good or what no i i think they're just trying to do like case closed with yeah yeah it could be and i guess no one because if not for, yeah, I don't know if, if Jace did anything specifically after his mother's or like suicide murder thing, but Billy definitely wouldn't have like pushed to be like, hey, let's, you know, make sure this is actually not a suicide. You know, I feel like someone has to kind of advocate for that. Otherwise they're like, all right, let's just do go with the easy conclusion yeah do you guys want to hear the part where I audibly gasped (laughs) yeah okay so you know how like in Chrissy's chapters when she's talking about the past she keeps referring to the friend Dave and I was like Um... first I, I like didn't like I thought I just like missed who Dave was like I just thought like oh it's one of their friends or whatever and then like and then Jody is like oh because like Luke killed Chrissy and then I was like and then like because like something about like Luke Davies and I was like oh my god is his is he Dave that is where I audibly gasped I was like how did I not see that like how did I not see the connection between Davies and Dave and then I was like what the heck oh my god that yeah that's amazing yeah I definitely I definitely saw too I was like what do you mean Luke was like in in her life before it took me it took me a much longer to realize he was Dave yeah it took me a really long time but um I feel like I guess more when I found out that the Billy killed his daughter than when uh when I found out that it was her uncle yeah that was surprising but then I was also like I wanted it to be someone in the town 
I was like, please be someone that we've met. And so I was like, I guess once Luke was out, even though still at the end, I was like, but is Luke really in the clear? I could feel like maybe he isn't the best guy. But the other thing, you know what I really appreciated that this author had me guessing everyone was a bad guy. I was literally like, everyone, like Chrissy in the beginning, I was like, she definitely had something to do with her daughter's death, like something there. And then like, I was like the twin. I was like, I don't know. He seems suspicious. Like what's his deal? And then like that whole thing. I would have been really disappointed if they just left it at Chrissy felt like the twin brother actually did it and Chrissy took the fall for it. I would have been really disappointed if that was actually true. Uh, I would have been like, that's so, oh, that's so sad. This poor woman. She didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like they, the author did a good job of like, yeah, not giving you too much information that you're like, this is obvious, but also still like tying the suspicious people into the whole situation. Like, I think basically the entire family was pretty fucked up because Chrissy, there's this message written on the wall and Chrissy wrote it to be like trying to throw suspicion off of like Jace basically. Um, and I feel like, yeah. I, I liked how it unfolded in a way that also wasn't like too far out there. Like, I mean, it's still, I was still like, wow. Like, because it was definitely clear that she didn't love. And like, that was Jace's whole like struggle and his like weird behavior really stemmed from him like knowing his parents didn't love him as much as they love January. But I was like, wow, you just like went and like just threw your dead daughter in a ditch because you're trying to save your other kid which I don't know it's just wild yeah I guess I don't know what I would do because I don't have kids <laughs> yeah I'd be like I don't know I wouldn't touch anything first of all I don't think I would ever suspect a six-year-old for killing another six-year-old though because I'd be like yeah okay you pushed her down the stairs but then I'm also like yeah, know. if you really didn't look into it or ask him any questions, she's just like, she is just yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, the thing is, she already has some suspicions about his behavior before. Yeah, like killing your dog, I mean, your sister, your twin sister is like, I don't know. I would have at least asked one question where you would have been like, it wasn't me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was another qualm I had where I was like, I think she jumped to conclusions a little too quickly. <laughs> yeah, a little too quickly. Um, what did you guys think about Jace? Like, I mean, I think we've talked about now, like it seems unlikely he would have killed her when he was six. And I definitely felt like that too. But also Jace just gave me like Jacob from Defending Jacob vibes of like just like messed up kid being like yeah first like, I was like Chris Evans <laughs> and then I was like no <laughs> not Chris no, the kid I was like oh my god you're just like suspecting him and his parents are like are you are you a bad kid are you a murderer should I should I love you or should I just let you take the fall and I don't know I think this this concept is very interesting although it's like a terrible terrible thing to go through for parent for a kid as well yeah 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 I I also I didn't think of Jacob from defending Jacob but like now that you mention it I'm like that makes sense like I I got the same vibe with Jay's I feel like he was so like he seemed like really normal for someone who has been like thought of as a murderer by their parent like especially like when he's like when he meets Margot, and like they have a conversation like he seems like well adjusted like yeah he has like a lot of you know like he had a lot of run-ins with the law and everything but like he's like living his life as like a painting a painting teacher assistant or something I don't know like painting teacher or something in like Chicago and like has a affords an apartment in Chicago and like seem like pretty normal okay I have two things I'm sorry Sarah go ahead no say your two things okay one 
you know what you know what the most unrealistic thing in this book to me was the fact that everyone seemed to be willing to talk to Margot like after she says that yes I'm a reporter and then like January's like Billy is willing to talk to her like Jace is willing to talk to her like everyone else is willing to talk to her about this crime and I was like I feel like people are super wary of reporters especially if they have bad media experiences and then everyone's just like yeah I'll talk to you and I'm like this seems unrealistic <laughs> I feel like with them I forget who else she interviewed and like you know was like oh like can I record you but I think with them it was a little more like oh you know you have this connection with January like they knew her um yeah I mean I I think Billy probably shouldn't have but like maybe he was like I can't look suspicious and all of that um but yeah I don't know I guess there was some some reasoning but still yeah it's like very much like let me tell you everything <laughs> yeah that's what I was thinking I feel like if a reporter came up to me I mean I guess it would depend but I I I feel like I want to talk to them no matter what. It's too stressful. Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't because I'd just be like, I don't know, like you're going to like misinterpret what I say and like all that sort of thing. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I really can't be hated by a bunch of people. Like, I don't want to go through that. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, like, what's your resume? Like, first tell me what you previously did and your background experience, and then maybe I'll determine. <laughs> Okay, the yeah. second thing that I wanted to discuss is I, this is gonna, you're gonna think I'm an idiot, but <laughs> I really wanted um, Pete Finch and Margot to get together. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> I thought it was gonna happen. Oh, maybe he saved her. I know. Wait, is there, is there no book after this? No, this one just came out in August. So. Oh, so I don't know if the author has planned a sequel. <laughs> Maybe if it gets popular enough. Maybe. I want Pete to favor and then they end up together. Yeah. I want, yeah. I would, honestly, like, as soon as, as soon as, like, first I was just thinking that, like, Pete was, like, just, like, a guy or, like, whatever. But then, like, he has that story where, like, he peed himself and, like, she, like, helped him out. And I was like, ah, this is so cute. And then, like, he basically, I wrote this down because it was so funny. Where, like, they meet after, like, like, they met, you know, at one point in the police station or something like that. And then afterwards, like, they meet again. And then he's, like. Margo, we gotta stop meeting like this. And I was like, <laughs> that's so cute. I don't know why. And then he helps her out with like her uncle and everything. And I was like, what a nice guy. Like he just see, I didn't want him to be involved. I was like, please keep this man away from this murder. We don't need him to be a suspect. And then, yeah, he helps her out so much. And I, and I was like, and he was just like nice the entire way through. And yes pete pete and margo uh, so cute and wholesome yeah but i guess if the theme of the book is like a thriller mystery i guess the next book is about a love story <laughs> change genres that's so interesting i don't think i've ever I mean, I was just thinking about like, how could she make another book? Because I feel like it would have to be something like, yeah, she gets saved by P and then she like, because she becomes like, because she basically lost her job towards the beginning of the book, but like maybe she goes and investigates murders in other areas and she's like detective journalist out here. So gets her job back, right? Yeah, at the end, at the end she does. But it's like now it's like she can do like because she wasn't she was uh, like just trying to get the story together for her to get back her job but also because she was super tied to it but now she can do like investigating a story for something that's outside her like personal like her town and her life but 
yeah they like she also solved all these other murders too so it's not like anything from this story is still like hanging but or it could just be a love story <laughs> which i don't know if i would want to read a whole book about that i, I prefer the misery to be there a little bit but yeah they they fight crime together <laughs> This is what this is. I predicted this. This is what I wanted. <laughs> a crime-fighting <laughs> duo, couple duo. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I I liked Pete. I liked I liked one thing I was thinking about was like maybe the book could take us like a different turn. Like the second book, you know, the one after this <laughs> could take like a they work together to bring down Billy like because the townspeople don't believe that like he could potentially do anything bad because like I don't know but like they could work together to like you know what's the word I want to like what am I trying to say like like uh (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say but like they they can like trick him you know and like catch him but I I do think like it wouldn't be that hard because I think he's also pretty ostracized in the town I mean I don't know I think like he still lives there but yeah he's still like no one really likes or trusts him either Mm. (laughs) yeah I love how this is how you know this was a good book because we're not trying to rewrite this book we're just trying to write the sequel (laughs) good observation yeah I also really like wait Jody I was like Jordy um Jody um I like her as an, a character at first I was kind of like is this like did Chrissy somehow survive and just like change her hair or whatever because like I think um Margot also mentioned that she doesn't really remember what like Chrissy looks like and was like oh yeah she's just you know the mom that was around so I really was like oh maybe Chrissy's still alive but I'm glad that she wasn't um I don't know she her chapters were there so so I was like oh I don't know maybe it'll like come all the way to present day but I do think it was interesting that like her character was there and I loved that for Chrissy I was like oh you finally made Uh, like good met a good person to be in your life when you're just like struggling since she got pregnant and like had to deal with all this shit so yeah it was very wholesome I guess that's the romance we got instead of Pete and Margo at least there was something I yeah I was kind of I was kind of rooting for Peter Margo, but like I guess I can settle for Jody and Chrissy. <laughs> I mean, I I I just felt like um the fact that they were friends and like I don't it was very cute. It was very cute. And like I I kind of also heard as the same thing as Harshkin was saying, like I also thought like, oh, is this gonna be one of those things where Chrissy's not actually dead, like she's still alive? But then I was glad that they did Jody instead. Once they introduced Jody, then I was like, oh, Jody's definitely the person. But I also found her method of like kidnapping Margot. I was like, okay, relax. But then when she reveals, oh, it's because you live with the killer. And then I was like, oh. The man had like dementia or something. He was in bed. I feel like she didn't have to be like that. Um, the, The thing is though, like, I think I mean Luke is like he's not bedridden right like he he still is like you know all that sort of, like he he has clarity and some things and like but I don't know I I don't know why I was like really I still am suspicious of Luke like <laughs> after finishing Wait, the book, he didn't like, do anything wrong though but I don't know there's something about him that I'm like there's something wrong here me there has to be I want there to be a sequel now I'm like please give me some clarity on why I find (laughs) so suspicious there will be a sequel but he's not gonna have anything wrong with it 
Yeah, I feel like that'd be so sad because that's like Marco's like only, you know, like strong parent figure person and she's just like, yeah, yeah that's why I like didn't want it to be him because I'd be like, oh, poor Marco, just like her freaking, like she was like, because there's that one point where she like was like, I forget exactly what was going on, but she was like, in times like this, I would call my uncle, but it was like about her uncle being a potential murderer. I was like, damn, that really sucks. But I was like, why don't you call Pete? <laughs> I know. Dude, every single time I was like, call Pete, call Pete, tell Pete you're going to Billy's house. <laughs> tell him. Yeah, but I feel like she didn't expect him to be the murderer. So why would she tell him everywhere she goes? Yeah, but you know, just to be like, hey, I'm going to Billy's house and then I'll see I you. I mean, she, she told her uncle, right? Yeah, but, you know, he might forget. I bet he saves the day. The uncle? With the I was kind of wait- yeah, waiting for, like, someone to come in at the end to help out, but then that didn't happen. We'll see in a sequel. <laughs> Ashley Flowers, give us a sequel. <laughs> make make sure Pete and Margot get together. Oh. <laughs> uh. Do you guys have any other thoughts? No. Alrighty. Well, that was a successful season three, episode 10, where we discussed all good people here. Um, hopefully we have as much luck next week because we were, are going to be reading a, another mystery thriller. Sorry, Sarah. But you know what? I feel like you're, you grow, like these are growing on you. I think... It depends how much thrill there is. Yeah, yeah. This one might have a little more, but you know what? It's Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. And you chose the last Alice Feeney book. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so hopefully it's good. Um, yeah, it's a book about this. I think it's a family that like, it's like on an island and there's a murder and it's very much um, based kind of on the vibes and story of and then there were nine by Agatha Christie. And I just love when there's people dropped on an island and there's a murder and it's like, you know, counting down, people keep getting killed, and then there's only two people left. No, <laughs> I hate that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I don't think know. I'm gonna rate this pretty poorly. <laughs> that is thing. not my favorite trope either. So I'm also <laughs> like, all right, surprise me book. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go in with an open mind. I feel like the last one was her other book is pretty good that we read, so hopefully this one is good too. But yeah, stay tuned for that next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.